Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. It's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage today, my friend, Eric Capral. Eric is a certified practice advisor with Law Firm Success Group and a Focal Point certified business coach. And Eric has over 20 years experience as a business coach. Eric, welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. Uh, Thank you, Alain. I'm happy to be here. Really happy to have you on the show and looking forward to your insights. What we're doing today is we are debriefing and kind of unpacking an episode. This is episode 69, Attorney Entrepreneurship with Leslie Cohen. And we're not going to go through the full episode today, but there's a lot of things that really stood out in that episode that Eric and I wanted to bring up and just kind of remind remind you of and, and build off of it. So Eric, as you listened to that episode, what was one of the things that really stood out to you? I think it was the culmination of a lot of things, but the epiphany at the at the end was the law firm is supposed to serve you and not vice versa. So designing your law firm to serve your lifestyle and business needs and getting and getting the best version of that in place. I think that's so important. And and you've coached a lot of businesses, a lot of law firms and other firms. How is that relevant to a lot of the businesses you've coached over the years? Well, it's all relevant. I mean, ultimately, one of the things that came out in the podcast that I think is really uh, important to to note is you have to have a mindset when you do this type of work that you're going to work on your business and not just in it. So there's a lot of vision work and really determining what matters to you and how you want to go about it and being able to center on that and, and develop you know, a sense of what's important about it and why, and then, and then work on your strategy and tactics. And one of the challenges I have, uh, and you run into as well with our clients is they want to move quickly. They want results fast. And so oftentimes having that conversation about, look, you've got to really do this deep work up front before you can really move forward. They just want to go, go, go. And so, um, just share with us maybe what happens to someone if they don't actually take the time to do that deep work and to get really clear on the business they're trying to build? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Alay, because I think a lot of people are really transactional. They just want instant results and they want to have a magic formula. And certainly there's a lot of things that can do that for you once you're clear on what you want. But there's no there's no short changing this. This is your life and this is your business. And you really do want to get super clear on what's working and, and improve on that and what's not working and dissect that. And what are the solutions? What are the options and play with that? And then get really, really uh, firm on that. You know, like this is what I want to do about it versus just throwing stuff at the wall. And one of the benefits of taking that longer term approach, which is, you know, really targeted, really focused. Uh, what are the advantages of doing it targeted and focused? Yeah, as opposed to the other way, which is really transactional and kind of just trying a bunch of things and wanting to take shortcuts. Well, I mean, it's it's the old adage, uh, taking a proactive approach versus a reactive approach. So when you're proactive, you're you're looking at all your options, all your choices, and and you're looking at a certain sequential logistical order of putting everything in place. And carving out the time for it and um, the execution of it versus just throwing stuff 
at the at the you know uh, challenge and hoping for the best. Yeah, because when you throw stuff at a challenge like that, usually the solutions you're thinking of are also pretty surface level. And oftentimes when you actually take the time to really dig deep into what it is that you're looking to get in your business, it's not the third or fourth or fifth or sixth idea. That's the one that is really this aha idea. It's the 10th or the 15th, right? And you don't get to that level unless, unless you're really digging deep and really taking the time to step out of the firefighting, to step out of the transactions and think about what it is that you want and what are some ways that you can get it. Yeah, I mean, what a great metaphor, stepping out of the firefighting, right? I mean, because you're fighting fires all day, and sometimes it's good to pull back and and really look at the fire, you know, and <laughs> the source of it, and what's the solution to fight it, and there's a lot of different ways to do that. And uh, I can just give you an outcome that I often hear uh, over the years is clients thanking you for that hour, that power uh, you know, hour that you just had with them, they're like, wow, that was the best discussion I've had all day because I'm really thinking about me and what I want versus trying to solve other people's problems or being, you know, serving others and, and that type of thing. So there's a lot of um, really outstanding aha moments, like you said, when you get to that 10th option, when you just keep going deeper and deeper and peeling away the layers. What are some of the things that you would advise to, you know, attorneys that are looking to do that? But maybe to do that on their own, kind of do it yourself, ideas or techniques or books, you know, whatever you recommend to your clients on how they can get a little bit deeper without necessarily the, the use of a business coach like yourself. Well, one of my favorite um, strategies is booking thinking time. Very few people think of it that way. You know, it's like, I'm going to book some time to think about my business and what matters to me versus going into reactive mode, just checking something off the list. So that's one of the better strategies I've ever uh, been uh, taught. So if you're going to do it on your own, perhaps pick three or four agenda items that are really super important to you and your business, like the next or things you're struggling with and, and book some thinking time. And then secondarily, Maybe join a mastermind group. I think those are very beneficial with people that are taking on similar challenges. It won't be unique to you at all times, but it, you'll definitely get some uh, nuggets and some pearls. I love the idea of booking thinking time. <laughs> Super cool. And uh, I know a lot of our listeners are thinking, that sounds really neat, but I can't do that. I don't have the time to book thinking time. How do you suggest they can get past that and figure out a strategy to actually get that time on the calendar? It's so important. Yeah. So first and foremost, if you think you don't have any time, then you're right. So maybe just, you know, examine how you're spending a week or two weeks and just look at how many times you allowed yourself to be distracted. And maybe add that up. Like, for example, I like going on to ESPN. I love it. I love sports. And if I were to add that up in the course of a week, I bet you it's at least two hours. So there's that two hours of thinking time if I just give up the ESPN for a week. Nice. And so even though you may think you're out of time, you're actually not. And by examining where you spend your time, you can prioritize things differently, be more intentional about where you're spending your time and get some of that, some of that thinking time back. Love it. Um, and for those of you that are just super busy with billable hours or, or you know, managing potential clients coming through the door, uh, at some point as you grow, you are going to run out of time. And it can be really challenging to hire that first employee, especially if they're an attorney or a paralegal. The thing is, time is your most precious resource. 
And so what I would suggest as a first step is just consider hiring a virtual assistant to offload some of your admin time, nothing too you know, big of a commitment, but someone who is in your time zone. So not someone that works during your nighttime, but someone that's actually in your time zone that you can talk to that's a member of your firm dedicated to you in full time. And you can get them for a fraction of the cost of hiring on your own. If that model sounds good, then Get Staffed Up is a sponsor of the show and I've referred a lot of clients to them. They're founded by attorneys for attorneys. And I'm really proud to have them as a sponsor. And they've placed hundreds of admin assistants with firms all across the country. They know exactly what to look for in candidates. And they know how to make that really challenging transition You know, from having um, uh, staff based in your office to having virtual staff working for you and your firm. And their founder has been a guest on the show before, and he has an 11 attorney law firm, and he runs it using Get Staffed Up employees. So if you're interested in, in checking that out more, uh, you can see them on getstaffedup.com and free up some of your time that way. So Eric, as we're, as we're thinking about entrepreneurship and scaling, I want to shift gears a little bit uh, because Leslie has some terrific points about scaling the business. So when it comes to scaling, what jumps out to you as, as a critical thing? Well. Ultimately, if you want to grow, you can go a lot further with a team than you can by yourself. And you can get in your lane uh, that you want to be in more frequently if you have others to support you. So it's all about delegation and bringing on the right people for that job. So people with you know similar uh, values and approaches to doing the work and then developing the trust. Ultimately, we're talking about delegating. So. Uh, that investment uh, pays off tremendously when you get the right people on board because then you can actually pull back on your amount of hours that you're putting into your business. I'm so glad you brought up delegating because that is an issue, as you know, that many many attorneys often have because they haven't been taught how to delegate. It's, it's, it's a trained skill. Some people are naturally talented at it. Most of us need to learn how to delegate. It is a skill that needs to be acquired. And one of the symptoms that can show up is an attorney's not not happy with their team performance. Uh, other times they're aware that not only are, maybe they have the wrong people in the wrong seats, but also they're aware that they have some challenges around delegation. But Eric, what are some of the, the key problems that you've seen that um, an attorney might think of this and go, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe I do have a problem delegating and I, I need to get better at that. Uh, usually when the work is piling up, uh, that's a sign that they're not delegating if they have people on the team. Um, I often hear that if I want it done right, I'll do it myself. But then in association with that, there's a lot of stress. So ultimately, those are some of the warning signs that you, you need to learn how to delegate. And then lastly, just defining a really good working operation with your partners, with your employees, whomever you're delegating to. Just developing some team agreements on timelines and expectations quality assurances, quality control protocols, those types of things, where there's an agreement that this is how the work flow looks and this is what the product looks like and and, and building that trust up. Yeah, I love this about your approach, Eric, because you really do a great job with teams. And looking at how you've approached this over the years, it seems like it's not just delegation, but it's delegation within a structure. And I love that approach to things. It's not just it's not just your team. It's not just delegation. It's not just systems. It's putting those three things together. Really, really powerful stuff. And Eric, if you could give um, our attorneys maybe three tips on delegation, 
what would you say to them? Well, get clear on the work that whomever you're delegating to, uh, they, they're, they're capable of doing it. If they need some level of support and direction, get clear on what that looks like so that you can provide it. Because there is some mentoring involved with that, making sure that they're capable of doing it. And then secondarily, giving them really good, what I would call after action review, you know, just some type of um, critique as to what's working, what's not working and getting a commitment on how to improve that and moving forward so that you have these expectations met. And then lastly, um, put in some type of timeline for just periodic review of their skill sets and creating that dialogue around that. Sometimes people uh, have a brilliant way of hiding their flaws. So sometimes it's technology. I hear that a lot in, in law firms, you know, not proficient at the technology. So an example of that would be like a CRM and not really storing great notes and reminders to follow up and things like that. So just making sure that people are using technology, which is a great time saver in the long run, which frees up that time. Awesome. Eric, it's been a pleasure having you uh, on the show today. If anyone needs to reach Eric, you can reach him by email uh, at ecapral at focalpointcoaching.com, or you can reach him online on LinkedIn at Eric Capral with a K, or you can go to lawfirmsuccessgroup.com and uh, connect with him through that. We hope you found this episode really, really helpful. And we're going to do this some more. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure, Leigh. Thank you for having me. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.